0: Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello, and welcome back to the Empowered Connection podcast. My name is Damodar Cordua, relationship coach and counselor, life coach, and yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. Thank you so much for some of your precious time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you are listening and you're getting some value from this podcast, please, please give us a five-star rating and a little review, sharing some of the words of appreciation you have for the podcast, and maybe share, speaking of sharing, an episode with a loved one, one of the episodes that touched you. There are so many great episodes. I know I have my favorites. So if you have one that is your favorite, share it with someone and change the course of their life. Give them more tools for their own relationship journey, self-growth journey, and spiritual connection. If you're in the Philadelphia area, beginning in September, coming up in about a month, we are doing our 200 hour empower and evolve yoga teacher training. If you want to learn more about your yoga, learn how to teach yoga expertly and dive into all aspects of yourself, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual, please check out the show notes for more details. Finally, if you're not into yoga, but you are on a journey, you're on a journey of self-growth, you're on a journey of healing, on a journey of empowerment. If you're In a relationship, if you're not in a relationship and you're looking to gain more tools, perspectives, create a sacred space for you to go deeper into your possibility, both as an individual and in relationship with others, with your primary partner, with other loved ones in your life, please reach out to me for your first free coaching session. We will go even deeper into some of the topics on this podcast and bring them more fully into the weave and weft of your life. Speaking of the podcast, today is a solo episode. And this solo episode is a answer to one of the questions. It's a sort of answer to one of the questions that one of my clients asked of me. And the question is, are my partner and I too different? Are we too different to get along? Are we too different to make this work? It's a a big question and probably a pretty popular question, probably a pretty... Common question, lots of people out there over the years in partnerships and in, in previous partnerships and their current partnership or in future partnerships, you will be asking yourself that question. I know I've asked that my, myself that question previously and even my current relationship. It's definitely been a question I've asked a couple of times. And I'm here to give you a little bit of clarity and some tools within which to ask that question more clearly and with more empowerment in your life, in this relationship you're in or in a future relationship. So if you've been listening to this podcast, you might remember that a few episodes back, episode 25, I talked about the seven stages of partnership. Of these seven stages, the stage that snags many couples is what I deem the challenging or differentiation stage. This is the time in relationship when we start to reckon with our differences. Many couples either break up during this stage Or they stay together, but cope with said differences in ways that are not healthy by betraying who they are for connection, by holding on to resentments, by engaging in unproductive conflict, and by pushing things under the rug or or losing themselves in the relationship. So can two people who realize they're actually quite different still stay together? This question happens in this stage of relationship, and it will probably happen throughout much of a relationship after the early honeymoon courtship phases, okay, where we're kind of more chemically involved and high and bonded to the other person. So not only can a relationship stay together, but, but can a relationship create security and a space to thrive, like a really empowered partnership, empowered relationship, like this podcast says, an empowered connection. So the short answer to that question is, hell yes differences in relationship actually create a diverse ecosystem. When we can navigate them consciously, they allow two people to learn so much from one another, balance each other out, create a stronger quote unquote team. For instance, in my partnership, my wife helps me learn to slow down and ground. Wherein, I mean I won't speak for her, but I'm assuming to some degree I'm, she might be inspired by some of my fieriness, by some of my drive in other areas of her life. So as a team, this is a concept I teach my clients, to be a team. A partnership is a we, quote unquote, a team. We can be stronger and complement each other when we are different. Where one partner is lacking or inexperienced, the other partner can pull some weight and vice versa. Not only do we learn from the differences our partner presents, but we are also able to claim parts of ourself that we wouldn't otherwise on our own, like if we were single. As I mentioned in in many of my previous podcasts, relationships, most especially partnerships, are like mirrors showing us more and more about ourselves, about who we are. Certain aspects of our partners say like they're more emotional than we are, allow us to reclaim our emotional side and explore it more fully. Maybe that emotional part of us was squashed for many years. Maybe our family of origin didn't allow it to blossom. We've hired this other person, quote unquote, as an analogy, we've hired this other person to come into our life and help us reclaim that part of who we are. Such a beautiful and very real metaphor, possibility, analogy, phenomenon that happens in this world. And vice versa, in this analogy, if a partner is more rational or logical, we can learn from them and integrate that hidden part of ourselves. More fully into our experience. Not only does difference create this, but difference creates polarity. It allows the relationship to not become boring, you know, like we're dating ourselves or something like that. (laughs) As much as it sounds appealing to date our own self, it would actually work against the spark and growth created in a long term relationship if we were too familiar with our loved one, with our partner. Finally, difference creates differentiation, quote unquote. So this is one of the names for the stage in relationship, which really is a deep necessity in partnership because differentiation mirrors our ability to become an independent person from our family of origin or a mother when we're younger. So it, it sort of mirrors that developmental stage and it's really important in partnership because after the early stages of partnership, which also mirror That stage with our our, uh, primary caregiver, our mother, when we were younger, we may feel more united. We might feel more one and similar to our partner. So, differences allow us to stand as individuals in partnership. And this is the beautiful dance. Just as much as it's important to be a team, this idea of we, which I teach my clients, it is just as important, just as important in a healthy relationship to own ourselves as individuals. Relationship then is a balance or dance between togetherness and separation. Relationship is a dance between togetherness and separation. Both are equally as important. If we don't own our differences during this time and learn to honor, respect, and navigate our partner's differences, we can easily slip into codependency we could betray or lose our individual self our interests our passions etc for the connection with the other person i know some of you out there do that we lose ourselves in the relationship we could also stay stuck in a fantasy of an earlier stage in the relationship like the courtship stage when everything was great when we were like really connected our culture gives us the fantasy that we need to do everything with our partner that we are like you know this this Completely bonded, rom, overly romanticized. Every, like everything is in romance. It's all you need. Once you find that partner, right, everything takes care of itself. Just like all the Hollywood movies. Once you find that person, and they, you walk into the sunset. Nothing else happens. That's difficult. What a load of bullshit. So this is really a fantasy. And even if it became true, even if it was true, it would not work to empower our relationships. We need to understand that we are different individuals. It's it's healthy to stand for our individuality, to learn to respect our partner's individuality, and at the same time, cultivate our beautiful, unique togetherness. All right, so if differences are good, right, which is what I've been kind of chatting about here, then what of similarities? What do we actually need in common with our partner to stay strong and thrive in partnership? Now, this is a pretty big question as well. Now, I would say the most important similarity, quote unquote, that you need to have, that a couple needs, is that the couple has chosen, this is how we do a relationship. They have the same goals for partnership. So oftentimes, you'll be with someone, and over time, you start to realize, well, we, we actually don't have the same vision of what relationship is. We don't have the same idea of what partnership is. I would argue they would also, this couple, you- me, would want to have relationship as a high priority on their list of what's important in their lives. So both of them have that similarity. We come together and we say, well, relationship, relating to each other, working on relationship is a high priority. That is an important similarity to have with someone. Now, you could easily not have that as a similarity. You could say, well, relationship is not that important. But what do you think would happen to your relationship? Might be kind of cool for a while. Oh, we're just kind of doing our own thing, but over time it would be, it would would not work. It would not be sustainable. Also, in terms of similarities, it's very important that the couple has key aspects of themselves that are actually in alignment. As much as differences are really rich and really important, if a couple can have some similarities that they can connect to over and over again over the years through differences through challenges that creates a beautiful resource. And as I said a moment ago, unlike a fantasy idea, this does not have to be everything. You don't have to like everything. You don't have to love to do everything together, which some couples somehow think should be how things go, which is not true. Like we don't need to love the same food or like the same TV shows or like the same kind of exercise or like to do the same exact things in our free time. But it does mean that there are key aspects that are in alignment with the the two people in this partnership that bring them, that always bring them closer, help them create more intimacy, help them communicate vulnerably, and help them share beautiful life moments. So these are like, I would say kind of like crux similarities. For my wife and I, uh, we have a lot of differences personally, but there are certain things that we we always can come back to that we both enjoy and that deeply connect us, such as traveling, eating together, either going out to eat or cooking together and being in nature together. Those are things that always bring us back. What would that be for you? When I work with couples, I engage them in exercises that allow them to honestly, clearly see what is actually of high value to them as individuals. Because sometimes they'll pretend that it's not high for the other person, right? We'll trick ourselves for six months in the beginning in the courtship phase because you want to win that person over for a year, for many years. So I bring my couples or my individuals through exercises that really help them see what is of high value to me. And then if they're in relationship, if it's a couple, they cross-reference what they came up with and whatever aligns there, is where the relationship thrives. Whatever those areas are that are similar, that's areas that can be a very strong space for them to come back to as a similarity. And if there's not enough there, if they do the exercise and there's not enough similarity and they're like, well, where are we? Um, Why are we here? Why are we together? It means that the couple must take the time to explore that and to cultivate those key areas. Remember the key area, not every area, key areas that are align them that connect them. And if they don't want to take the time to explore, then they can not do the work and they can call it quits. If they don't want to call it quits and they don't want to do the work, they can live in a low level, perhaps unhappy relationship, which is fine. I mean, you can do that. I don't encourage that i don't aspire to that in my own life i don't want my clients to go there i don't i don't encourage them to see that as the pinnacle of their life but some people that is okay they can live uh, in a relatively okay place in relationship maybe settling maybe settling for crumbs settling for something that does not really have the possibility and potential that's somewhere in their heart they're truly desiring so regardless From where I stand in my capacity as a coach and in my role in relationship with my wife, that should be the main similarity. If you're looking for what is the biggest similarity we need to have, I would say that we're both willing to work. The similarity is that we both understand partnership is work. We both know this deeply, and we are both willing to do that work. That similarity, that way to come back to each other, will bring you so much possibility and resiliency right now and for years to come. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to dive deeper into some of these themes, if some of this episode brought up some questions for you and your relationship dynamic or previous relationship dynamics, please reach out for your first free coaching session and we can dive in and give you some time to explore As I love to say, to to take that flashlight out and to look into the corners of yourself, of your relationship dynamics and patterns and create more options, more possibility and more satisfaction and empowerment. Until next time, I hope this podcast gave you a few nuggets to think upon, to bring into yourself, to bring into your life so that you can connect a little bit better to who you are as an individual, connect better to others in a deeper way. And of course connect to something greater. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.